Hey, Brandon, pour me another one. <laughs> you killing me, man. You killing me, man. <laughs> you killing me. You're killing me, man. Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Man, it feels good to be back. Man. Oh man, what a it feels time! Feels good to be back. Wow, we back. The the the, the pod the pod squad is back. Whiskey we Wednesdays, back, man. See back. See yeah. See see. We back, man. We, we had back. to take a little break. Yeah. Como se dice break in Spanish? How you say that? I'm gonna find out, baby. We no back, say. baby. No say. We back. No say. <laughs> yeah. Had to take a rotura. Wow. Rotura. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shoot. Shout out to all the Colombian Jones. Um, I'm dead, man. Well, <laughs> <laughs> literally, you know, usually we, you know, we just jump right into it, but we, oh. we're just excited to be back, man. We, we've been sipping a whiskey for a little bit of time already now before we even kick things off. Man, we missed y'all. We missed, we missed the pod squad, We missed man. the pod squad, man. And, um, we, and we here, we got things to talk about. We got a lot to talk about. We got a lot to get to to discuss. <laughs> Shout out to Birdie Mac. <laughs> Who's um, he, who are your top like top three uh, favorite comedians of all time? Oh man, that's easy. Of all time, yeah. yeah. Okay, that's it's, it's ah. always a little. All right, just top three favorite comedians. That's cool. Now we can do of all time. Are we doing like actual comedians, like or, or like skit oh, people? No, nah, they got to do stand up. If you're not, if, if you aren't, yeah. if you don't have a stand up yep. special, you are not a comedian yep. to me. Nah, yep. I said it. I said it. He said when he, when um, he said it. a difference between an Instagram funny person, ooh, we, and a comedian. Don't and do the, it to him, bloodbath. And the people I'm about to name will will definitely expose that. Ooh. So. Um, top three for me, I would probably say uh, Dave Chappelle. Mm-hmm. Um, y'all might y'all might come at me, but it, I, I this is a person who definitely has made me laugh for many years now. So I'm gonna say I'm, it. I'm nervous. I'm gonna say it. Kevin Hart. Oh, okay, I, I know I know he's become Hollywood a little bit and yeah. stuff like that, but he's definitely one of my favorite comedians. I thought you were gonna say Cedric the Entertainer. Oh no chance, no chance. <laughs> uh, you got to be a 50 plus year old woman for, for such a thing entertainer to be your favorite comedian. Um, and that same goes with Steve Harvey. Oh, um, man. He ain't fooled with me yet. He ain't fooled with me. Come on, man. Um, so that was who we got? We had the, the shiny suit on? I, I, I feel like that was every special for him. He had like a brown shiny suit. That was every day at work at the Apollo. Listen, he ain't fooled with me yet. <laughs> And that was supposed to be like a gospel, like a yeah. Uh, yeah. He didn't cuss on that one. That was a good. That one. That was actually really good for him. <laughs> um, so I got. Let me see. I got Dave Chappelle. Mm-hmm. I got uh, Kevin Hart. Mm-hmm. And man, this is hard. Um, but this third spot mm-hmm. is probably it's it's gonna be a. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go ahead and say it's a, a three way split. Three okay. Three way split for, for me between for uh, Martin Lawrence, nice Eddie Murphy, nice and. Um, who we, who we were just talking about? Who Bernie Mac? Bernie Mac, yeah, yeah, yeah. Bernie Mac. Um, I, I, I like that. And Cat Williams is, was close in there too, but huh. not quite. Ooh, okay. Yeah, yeah, I like that. My my three are Bernie Mac is is the funniest. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. For sure, he's the funniest to me, man. It was naturally funny. Yeah. Um, Bernie Mac, Dave Chappelle. Yep. And Cat Williams. Cat Williams, yeah, man, he's definitely in Cat's there. up there, man. See, I, th- I feel like Cat Williams is your my uh, Kevin Hart. It's one of that one. It's that one person that was like hot for a while, and then they kind of like went in a different direction. And people tend to forget, like, nah, this person is actually really funny and was hitting home runs every single time they stepped on yeah, stage. I guess you could say that. I mean, I don't. I don't think Cat really went. He never really went to Hollywood. It was more of yeah, well, yeah. He went off though. He went left. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He just had a lot going on, and he kept getting like arrested. Yeah. And he got beat up by that middle schooler, which is insane. <laughs> 
Yo, when they, you saw that video, <laughs> I did see the. They're video. like rolling around the grass, and then when they when they froze it That's on him sad. looking at the camera, I felt really bad for him. Man, that was probably one of his lowest moments in his life. That that's up there. That's one of the funniest videos I ever seen. That's up there with. <laughs> The joint went when Joe Budden was getting trolled by the by the teenagers and he was chasing their car with the white yeah, beater yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. That's um, that's up there when Charlamagne got uh, got. Uh, oh, he got jumped by Lil Kim people. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. my goodness, that's definitely up there with uh, Sharkeisha. <laughs> Uh, when Sharkeisha, Sharkeisha was taking no. over, yeah, that's also up there with the lady, the girl who was uh, graduating. She had the tall heels on and she was trying to walk, and then she uh, tumbled in the middle of the grass. Have you seen that one? Oh man, no, I didn't see that yeah. one. That's also up there with the one that was on the martyr, uh, <laughs> getting mad at the old lady who was trying to, you know. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Soldier girl, yeah. All Soldier girl's a classic. It's I'm, up there with all of those. Man. Yeah. Yeah, those are classics, man. Those yeah. are this is good stuff, man. Sharkeisha, no. Her name's Sharkeisha. Don't hit her, Sharkeisha. <laughs> Social media is, is going to be the death of us all. Yeah, for sure. We're all just going to be brain dead. We were just talking about that, how you got to start doing skits and stuff like that to, uh, uh, to pop. Yeah, tell, tell, tell them. Do you want to tell them the advice? <laughs> I mean, yeah, the advice that I got as a um, lifelong trained uh, vocalist was to uh, start doing skits. So I guess that's where I pretty much got to, I got to, the direction I got to start taking my, my stuff in from, from people. To- they said, I told you, I was on, the, on Clubhouse. This dude jumped in that room with, with some of those A&Rs and quotations. Mm-hmm. My man played this fire record. I was like, oh my goodness, this song is so good, man. He Somebody, said, man. Y'all A&Rs, it's, it's right here. It's ser- he's serving you on a platter. You about to get a bonus. Sign him. Shorty came in. A&R said, wow, that song was so great. I felt that. It was so good. Are you verified? That's crazy. <laughs> Why does that matter? Because when you sign him, he will be. As soon as you sign him, yeah, you know y'all can make the call. Why? <laughs> he goes straight. That had me dead, man. Yeah. When you yeah. When you have pull, when you have the labels and all they call, they make a, a quick phone call. It's very they put that dusty blue check next to the person. <laughs> and then now now you are more important to, to people on social media than you were hey, two minutes ago. I don't I don't know why I can't get verified, bro. I mean <clears throat> you could Google me. Yeah, I'm sure. doing okay. I mean, I'm. But if I if I if I put some glue in my hair and it yeah, don't you move, you gotta do skits. That's what it is. Man, I'm gonna do a little skit. I'm song. grateful to be verified without having to do skits. Good for you, bro. Yeah, yeah I man. Appreciate, I mean, you know, there's hope. What do you think, man? What there's should hope. I do? What should be my my skit? I don't know, but this topic is really reminding me of one of the ones that we're gonna hit a little later on in the Wait, show. What's up? Um, with the whole uh, going viral and what JoJo was talking about, but yeah. we'll, we'll get to it. We'll get okay. to it. Oh, you um, want you want to hit it right now? Okay. Nah, nah, because we we got a couple of things Pause. to talk about. We you know we we got a little we got a little tan right. we got we got a little tan going on. We we got back to the states. We are back. Um, I, I know that y'all you know noticed probably on social media that we we will let y'all know that we took a little took a little break. A little vacation. Um, we were fortunate enough to leave the country for you know just a few days. Um, mm-hmm. and celebrate our brother Derek. Mm-hmm. Um, he will be getting married next month. And Derek. Yeah, his bachelor bachelor party weekend was a good time. Um, yeah, and, extravaganza. Uh, yeah, we went. Como se dice extravaganza? We gonna name this episode Como se dice? Yeah, yeah, Como se dice? Como se dice extravaganza? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we went to Cartagena, Colombia. Yeah. Um. See. And actually, before we get into it, man, we got we gotta go ahead and cheers hey, to cheers, brother. Another successful episode of Whiskey Wednesdays. That, damn, you you hit that pretty hard. I think that <laughs> I'm surprised these glasses didn't shatter. Um. Kind of strong. I, I don't know what happened, uh, but 
yeah, we went to Cartagena, Colombia, um, and we had a good time, man. Mm. I, I feel like we really took in the culture. Yeah. Great weather, nice people, great food. Yeah, the culture took me in. Yeah. They, yeah. they, they welcomed me with open arms. Yeah. Yeah. I, and, and just so everyone knows, that was my first trip out, out of the country. Mm-hmm. In my life, and and it was it was excellent. I wound up having to stay an extra day, which oh woohoo! Yeah, uh, it was a little scary in the beginning having to stay an extra day because I wasn't planning on it and I was by myself at that time. Um, but um, it was such a great trip. The the weather was beautiful the entire time. I yes. lost weight being out there because it was so hot. Yep. All right, walking around sweating. But the I think the biggest thing for me, aside from seeing how far the American dollar stretched. Like, we were out there mm-hmm. living and eating like kings. The food kings. was delicious. It was organic. Mm-hmm. None of these preservatives that got us looking all crazy in the mm-hmm. U.S. got us all cloudy. Delicious. Delicious. Fresh De- seafood. Delicioso. Like fresh coffee. Fresh Delicioso. Seafood. Fresh steak. Delicioso. <laughs> uh-huh. But uh, I think the biggest thing for me is just the, the overall culture, the mindset of the people over there. You know what I mean? Yeah, they sure. were they didn't feel as like arrogant as Americans felt. You know, they they just trying to survive, and not only trying to survive, they're enjoying life. You know, yeah, they enjoy like that, yeah. the simplicity of everything. Like they they don't well at least just in Cartagena they they weren't they didn't have their heads up their butts like Americans do. You know, That's they real. weren't their hustle and bustle is different than our hustle and bustle. It, it's not hustle and bustle because I want to be the man it's hustle and bustle because I just want to live comfortably and enjoy these things that's what I got from talking to the people out there yeah. my, my Spanish is, is okay it's, it's gotten better uh, <laughs> I did pretty well out there but now I'm, I'm making it a a, a thing that I want to learn Spanish so next time that's I good. go to Colombia next place I want to go is Medellin mm-hmm. uh, and then maybe Bogota but I want my Spanish to be pretty good by the time I get back yeah it definitely comes in handy yeah. um I mean, I'm si. I'm no I'm nobody's uh, Spanish uh, fluent speaker, mm-hmm. but you know, it, it was nice to um, be able to, again to take in the culture um, yeah. for people to be uh, you know cool with you know us making attempts to even speak Spanish to them yeah. and um, and help us yeah and help mm-hmm. us and like not be judgmental. I think yeah. a lot of times too, like in spaces like that, just the the environment has an, an impact on you, yeah. like. You walk outside, weather's beautiful, yep. got a beautiful beach right down the street. Right down the street. Um, you have fresh food, you got people, it's just live. Like, it's just a live environment, and it's just a really difficult place for you to live. Mm-hmm. And just kind of not be easygoing, laid back, and um, yeah. just a, a good person to be around. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, man, I'm, I'm really glad that we were able to, to go out there and um, yeah. just kind of take a break. That from, was a highlight. Going to yeah. the beach, uh, La Playa. <laughs> yeah, the beach was cool. Yeah. You, y'all know I don't really do. I don't really do the water. I'm from Virginia Beach, um, which is crazy enough. I don't really do the water situation mm-hmm. too much, but um, you know, I went ahead and you know di- dipped a little bit in the in the water. And, same. Um, it was a good time. Like it was a good time. Um, yeah. I, and, I, I had to do the same. I, I I didn't think I would, but I did get in the water mm-hmm. and and I, I went out, let the water come up. I had a couple guides and they they took good care of me in the water. So it was like, and we got flicked up. You gotta get flicked we up. Got flicked up while we you're out there. Definitely got flicked up um, out there. Gotta I haven't really it. unloaded on y'all on social media yet. I got I got a whole whole arson full. Photo. Photo yeah. with an F. <laughs> photo. That's how they say it in Spanish, yeah, photo. right? Photo. I got a lot of a couple of them photos. Y'all been showing love on the pictures. I appreciate that, man. Yeah. Just make sure y'all uh put that same love in when I drop some records. Exactly. You know I got some movies coming too. But Please. yeah, that's not the hint or there. Colombia was amazing. That's not the Ayi or Aki. Like, listen, <laughs> I had a ball there, man. I'm going back. Um, yeah. South America is it, man. 
Yeah, uh, man. I I think that my favorite place is still Mexico. Okay. Um, I, I just, Mexico was the first time where I vacationed and really just stopped life and yeah. relaxed. Um, that's where Perla and I went on our honeymoon. Um, but Colombia was a good time. I feel like Very much so. um, if you want to go somewhere and get festive and, um, Absolutely. it's a good, it's a good guys trip location for yeah. sure. Um, we had a good group of guys too. Yeah. The, Everybody the was chill, easy going. And shout out to, shout um, out to Julio. Julio El Jefe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Julio definitely. He took care of, he was our guide while we were there. Julio, um, if anyone, and we're definitely going to plug Julio's business. If you're looking to go to Colombia, mm-hmm. go to Cartagena and you want someone to show you around help you make get into the restaurants, help you get into the clubs, yep. help you just make sure you're well taken care of while you're there. Our guy Julio, a.k.a. we call him El Jefe. El Jefe. He took care of us while we were there, and that's actually his business of uh, guiding people around when they come to visit and uh, making sure you're well taken care of. So if you want to reach out to Julio, let me know. I will give you his information. Maybe I'll, I'll put it up in the Instagram uh, when we yeah. post this episode. Julio's a good guy, man. Julio's a great guy. We got to meet his whole family. We met his whole family. His wife made us a, a, a corn... Uh, entree. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure. Dish. Yeah. Um. And yeah, man, it was good. Good stuff. Like, yeah. uh, was the the security guard that kept falling asleep was was that Richard? Yeah, Richard. Richard, Richard my man. Sleepy Brown. Richard so, is. I don't know why he was always so sleepy. Yeah, I don't know. But to put it in context, so the the spot that we stayed at, uh, we had a pool in the living room. We had a jacuzzi on the roof. Mm-hmm. Uh, ten bedrooms, eleven bath. Um, and it was just a. It came with, um. Security at night and a maid during the day, mm-hmm. so we were well taken care of out there. Um, but like I said, shout out to Julio. Julio will Julio. take care of you, so just just slide him some business when you go to Cartagena. For sure. Yeah, and I actually got to go to a local spot on my last night. The night I didn't know I was staying, but oh American American Airlines told me they said <laughs> they say yeah your flight's overbooked, so you're gonna stay an extra day. But they took care of you though. They took care of me. They okay. they took me to a hotel. They paid for they paid for my dinner and my breakfast. There it is. Um, did you did you have a meal in the morning? Did you eat that breakfast that they were gonna give? Was it? Coffee? I actually didn't make the the meal wow. for breakfast because I was actually ordering my omelet. I was up there ordering my omelet and I was ordering it in Spanish, you know, so getting the right. ingredients out, mm-hmm. the ingredients. Como se dice ingredients? <laughs> but um, my ride came early to come get me. Okay. To take me back to the airport, so I didn't I didn't get to do that. But that's neither here nor there. We wound up on a, a, a really local strip. Me and, and my brother Delante, aka Tito Seve, uh, <laughs> we <laughs> young Poppy Tito. We we found we wound up in the local area where uh, the locals hang out. No tourists mm-hmm. really, and we got to go to like a little like salsa club. Uh, salsa, not really bachata because I think that's like a I think that's a Puerto Rican thing. But we did a little bit of it there. Um, and it was live music. The the drinks were great. It's just a different feel, man. And I came back to the U.S. and I was like, send me back. Yeah. I was U.S. club stank. <laughs> in comparison to Columbia, send me back. I would say that the place that you went to the second night was a, the closest to like a U.S. spot. Yeah. We were on the rooftop. and Yeah. It's um, very structured to, to be that. It yeah, felt I, like, like Clarendon. Yeah. I feel like they were trying. Yeah. Like you just said, I think that they were trying to structure it to feel American for yeah. tourists. Yeah. Um, but I had a good time. What a time! Um, yeah, I had a good time. And for me, so I'm a I'm an avid coffee drinker. Um, I love trying different coffees, and um, Colombia probably has some of the best coffee I've, I've ever tasted. Wow! So um, that's saying a lot, and I'm not surprised. Yeah. You know. So, uh, and then the food. The food was so good. It was man. so good. Like so everywhere. We, so when we we would sit down, we would go to these you know these spots, um, order our drinks and stuff like that, and then literally. We, all of us would kind of start picking stuff off the menu, load up the load up the table, 
Yeah. Full of food. You know, we're brothers. We're sharing food, eating yeah. good, laughing. Taste this. Taste um, this. Yeah, man. It was a good time. I think one of the nights we had the game on while we were chilling and yeah. eating. And it but just, see, but that but that's also back to Julio. Julio sets it up. He would he would set us set us up. So we go to the restaurants and as soon yeah. as we get there, we're we're ten deep and Julio has a setup for where we're going straight to a back room. They have yeah. a room reserved private for, room us. for us. Yeah. So we had the private room with the TVs in it, long table. Yep. They're bringing out the wine and the buckets. They're bringing out the appetizers. It was a good time. Send me back. <laughs> it <laughs> Take was. Take me it was back. Unreal. It was like a movie. Um, yeah, it was a great time, man. And I, I loved it. Life-changing experience. Yeah. But it, it's all for Brother Derek. Yeah. Derek. Yeah, man. We're excited for Derek. Yeah, man. Um, also, I was going to say, I felt safe traveling, you know, during the pandemic. That was my first time leaving the country during the pandemic. And, That's a good point. Um, I'll say, like, you know, everybody's masked up. The mm. people on the planes were not playing around. Uh, I heard one of the flight attendants tell someone, we will definitely kick you off the plane. Yeah. Just like that verbatim. We will kick you off the plane yeah. if you don't wear your mask. Um, and, we, and, and we took our tests. Took our tests before we left. Mm. Um, I quarantined from uh, from my family um, for a few days while, for, while I got back, CDC yeah. protocol, then, you know, took another COVID test. So all Same. of that, you know, was definitely um, a part of it and I felt safe. So yeah. um, that also made it more comfortable to have a good time. Because yeah. if you're sitting, if you're out and about and worried about stuff like that, you can't really loosen up and have a good time. So. Yeah. And, and, and we had a mixture of people vaccinated and unvaccinated, but I think uh, what, what tends to scare people is back to like that social media, like we said. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you see on social media, the stories of, uh, you know, people like tripping on, on flights and taking their mask off and acting crazy. But those, yep. you got to understand those things are one-off situations and that's why they're being taped for social media. Mm-hmm. Most flights are fine. You know what I mean? Buses and stuff are fine. But just make sure you take care of yourself. Make sure you continue to test yourself whether you're vaccinated or not. Yep. Make sure you still wear your mask where you need to wear it. And, wear it. And, yeah, and make sure you take your vitamins. Take vitamin C. Mm-hmm. Uh, take full, like, you know, the, the men, women daily vitamins. You know, get everything you need in your body. You should everything. be doing that regardless of COVID or not. Uh, and make sure you go to the doctor. Get your physicals, right? I'm about to go get a physical on Wednesday. Make wow. sure you go to the dentist. I just went to the dentist um, earlier this week. Wow. Yeah, man, I'm I'm trying to be better with that. I've, I've noticed in the in the black community, like we don't really yeah. put as much emphasis on health. So I'm trying to work on that myself. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's real. So we really out here. Yeah, man. Um, that's really all I got for Colombia. I um, it was calling me El Rey, El Rey, El Rey. I was like, yeah, see, 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 entiendo. Did we miss anything? I mean, nah, Colombia was great, man. Yeah, I'll be back. I'll be back very soon. Yeah. Um, Meet me in Medellin. Ayi. Yeah, I think that's what they were saying we should go next. Yeah. Uh, Medellin. Um, different vibe. You yeah. know what I mean? So. And I, I made some friends there, and they said they live there, so we can definitely connect with them when we get there. Cool. Great guys. Okay. 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 Yeah. Um. Well, cool. Uh, I'm, I'm ready to jump in. I'm ready to jump Is in. Is it time? Are we on the air? Yeah, man. Como se dice are we on the air? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to look that up. I'm going to get back to y'all, man. So, um, we kind of, we kind of, we were about to segue into it, but I didn't want to, you know, I pumped the brakes a little bit, but. Well, you got to get to the most important topic. First of all, we, we're going to come out the gate shooting because, because we just came back go back down. It's it's in yellow. The most important topic. Oh, for sure. (laughs) (laughs) We got to get right to it. Uh, man. Okay. So uh, there was a question here on, 
on Instagram where we get most of our <laughs> where we cite this is this is most of our sources are, are cited on Instagram. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, not where we get at, where we where we have our team of uh, of researchers for sure because we have a big uh, conglomerate here. We have a big yeah. business. We yeah. have a lot of people we hire to work, and they're doing great work here. Right. So we had our social media um, researchers. Mm-hmm. They find our topics. They search the news. They search yeah. all over the world. Yeah. You know, they're constantly working. It's crazy. Yeah, yeah. You know, we pay them big bucks for that. What topic did they come up with? And what they stumbled across was, uh, <laughs> does Trey Song's voice sound like a dude version of Cher? That's what they stumbled across. So, um, does Trey Song's voice sound like a dude version of Cher? Um, Cher um, is the one who had the popular song. sound a little bit like this. Do you believe in love after love? Um, Cher and Sonny, they um, have had a very successful career. And um, the question is asking if Trey Songs sounds like a male version. And he said, what what they said? Sing it again. Do you believe in love after love? And Trey followed up. He said, girl, I can't help but wait till you get what you remember that that video? Um, it was like when TikTok first came out, and the girl was talking about how Trey Songz sings and how he makes those facial expressions like that. Everything hurt. Everything is like yeah. constipation. And he's not. He's not. He said, "Bother walk outside." <laughs> no, 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 no. Wait, scratch that one. Do you remember the one dude that was singing like Trey Songz? Um, your side yeah, of the yeah. bear house. Was it Phil, Phil, Phil something? Man, that yeah. was a classic. Your side, my side, e, east side <laughs> of the bear house. When he said east side? <laughs> he said, he said, your, my side real dry. Red beans and rice. Yeah, and rye, yeah, yeah. On the bear house. <laughs> I absolutely 1,000% agree. Yeah. And if we got a record with sharing Trey songs, yeah, straight to the top. Yeah, yeah. It will I, open Trey up to a different audience and open her up to a different audience. I actually never thought about it that way, but for sure, yeah. Wow. Um, Trey no, songs shared versus no chance, but I think that <laughs> it could be a definitely a good a good collab. Um, I think that people, a lot of a lot of times we probably get a little mixed up I'm trying to figure out who's who. Um, oh, but I, this is no, this is actually no shot at Trey. Um, it, we, it's it's just the fast vibrato. Yeah. That uh that that makes it funny. You know the, the vibrato is that wobbling. It was uh, yeah. Right. Oh no. Oh no. So there's that, and you know who also has a really fast vibrato? Don Tolliver. Yeah, I hear that. And I pull up after party. <laughs> you and all your friends, let it out of your naughty. I think that Trey actually kind of forces it a little bit. I think he found that sound, and it, he knows that we, he knows that you know it's a unique. And That's we, his thing. And I think that he's like, yeah, I'm gonna add, I'm gonna get a little bit more into it. Like. Mm-hmm. But you know where that comes from. Like, the, the speed of your vibrato is based on the amount of air that you put into it when mm-hmm. you're singing. I know you know that. Yeah. If y'all didn't know that, Pod Squad, you know, some people, their their vibrato and that vibration in their voice is, is more even. You know, mm-hmm. it's a little more, you know, a, a more casual pace. People who have it when it's faster, they're probably running out of air. Their yep. breath is really shallow. Uh, that's where that comes from. But some people, they they, they mastered it, and that's their style. So yeah. do you believe in love? <laughs> I know for me, when I was uh, learning how to, like, kind of first singing, my vibrato was really fast. And sometimes it, it, it kind of starts to come back. And you reminded me of that, um, yeah. you know what I mean, voice, uh, like the breath preparation, yeah. making sure you are, uh, you know, again, prepping well. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know for me, I had to learn how to slow down my vibrato. So sure. um, your vibrato should really definitely be 
natural. It's supposed to be like a relaxation. So you'll hear certain musicians use vibrato as well. Like a good example of that would be like a violinist um, where yeah. they, or a guitarist where yeah. they ask, you know, that vibration um, to kind of let things relax and go at the yeah. end of a phrase or mm-hmm. throughout a phrase as well. Yeah. Um, and Saxophone if it's a little, players. right. And if it's a yeah. little fast, sometimes it can kind of sound. Yeah. It's like you're um, running out of breath. Yeah. yeah. It, because it, what, essentially what, what it does for you as a singer, aside from it sounding very natural and it sounding very smooth for the audience and giving mm-hmm. you that really beautiful tone, what it does for you is it actually kind of staggers uh, how much breath you have left, mm-hmm. right? So that you can go a little longer with your with your note if you're holding it for a really long time. Traditionally, like um, if you listen to show tunes or musical theater, they'll have a lot of moments where they'll do mm-hmm. n- long notes like they belt really high, mm-hmm. strong notes with no vibrato. That's just stylistically what they do there, but. Yeah, so we, you know. Yeah. So we and still have to say they are 100% correct. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, and, and it's, it's, again, it's no shot. Um, Can't help away. Um, I wouldn't want anyone to say I sound like Cher, but um, it's definitely no shot at Trey. Um, he's Go, girl. It's your birthday. Yeah, oh, my. That was good. He wasn't really, even, even on the say ah, he wasn't trembling. Yeah. He wasn't doing say ah. He, he didn't, didn't do that. He said say ah. He which lets me know that it's definitely uh, on purpose. Yeah. Yeah. All right, cool. So we got that out of the way. Um, so what I wanted to talk about. Uh, so on Twitter. Oh man. A little space called Twitter. It's gonna be a death of me. Um, JoJo, great, great singer. Shout out to JoJo. Shout out to JoJo. Um, great artist. She yep. um, deserves a lot more than what she's had. Hurt. Do you think find a way to make your music go viral on TikTok is a fair, creative, effective, efficient marketing strategy proposal from a record label asking for a friend? So it sounds like a record label told her yep. uh, that she needs to find a way to make your music go viral on TikTok, yeah. which is, I'm sure, uh, really frustrating for an artist, especially an artist like JoJo, who's been around for a long time and who actually really sings. She's so talented. Um, very talented. And, and she's been, um, she's been successful, very successful recently. And she stayed true. She stayed true to her stuff. Yeah. Um, so Tanache responded and said, "Any proposed strategy that relies on you making anything go viral is literally lazy." So, right. um, how you feel about that? I I agree one thousand percent. We we've, we've had these discussions in, in in off mic. Yeah, for sure about about that and and um, a lot of the songs that go viral on TikTok aren't even really songs. Like they're not even. You know what's funny? What I've noticed? This is why people need to, we need to make a new platform for mm-hmm. social media because what these platforms do is once they see other people making money on a platform but they're not getting the percentage of the yeah. money that you're making, they start messing around with the algorithms. They start messing around with how you can... Like, when TikTok really started getting popping, you know what I mean? Yeah. When it really started to move and all these artists started, it started breaking artists, right? Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, TikTok is like, oh, you can't use this song anymore. You can use, it's not licensed for commercial use. Of course, yeah. All of a sudden, everything is not licensed for commercial use. And then they're giving you generic songs or songs that they recommend to use. Yeah. I've noticed that. And I mean, I if you're with some sort of like a, like a music, uh, like an agency of some sort, you can bypass that. Like I'm with a... a, a a website for anyone out there, any artist, is something called Music Reports. I actually go on there and I claim all my music, and then mm-hmm. it pulls up different licensing opportunities for me. And TikTok was one of them. So my music should be officially licensed on on TikTok now. But it's just the fact that they created that loophole. 
it's always about money. You know what I mean? It's always about how can I get the most money out of it? If you're making money, then how can I make money from you? Mm -hmm. So like all these, a lot of these songs that go viral aren't even really good songs. People just know the little 10, 15 second clips of it. And then you go find the actual song on social media and it's not good. Yeah. And it sucks. You know what I mean? And a lot of people are going out of their way to make viral music and everybody's not good at it. I, it's not, I mean, I, I think any song could be that. You yeah. can take a clip from any song. Just find a couple of lyrics and then pay some influencer to do a little dance or something to it. And it moves. And then with TikTok pushing it, yep. you can blow up like that. But it's it's just unfortunate that I just feel like music is losing steam right now. And I think um, I think a change is coming soon. I think it's going to shift. Yeah, I think it's going to shift very soon. And, and I want to be right at the front when it happens. Uh, yeah. towards more talented artists and, and people who are truly artists and they're not, you know, just gimmicky people who they're just popular because they do weird stuff on social media. No industry plans, no more of that. We don't want any more of that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, people want to actually hear music and um, it just sucks that labels, and you got people who work at labels who either don't know anything about music or they're artists who didn't get the success they wanted as an artist, so now they're working in the front office yeah. and they're buying into the analytics too much to the point where they're trying to force you to... I'm not doing no comedy sketches, man. You know what I mean? I'm not doing no like fake little movies. I, we make real movies over here. Shout out to my <laughs> brothers at Initial Effect. We make actual films. We're not <clears throat> we're not out here trying to get quick success. You know, We want to make timeless things, and I know you feel the same way about your music, so it's unfortunate yeah, sure. that that's the position that they try to take with music and I agree with both of them like yeah. specifically Tinashe she's incredibly talented and I hope yeah. she has another hit very soon both of them are very talented artists so it was yeah. kind of fitting for them to say this and another talented artist who kind of touched on this was Adele um, she yeah. recently was saying I'm not like say I'm making music for my generation and my generation wants 30. timeless good yeah. creative um, music that has you know um, uh, what's what I'm looking for it has, uh, it has it has substance has substance it has depth yeah. it has meaning uh so I, I think that you know and not to take a shot because i have definitely you know heard seen tiktok kind of dip into songs that are older and it'll like they'll use that on tiktok as well but mm-hmm. um like you said you get like a quick 15 seconds of a song and you're like oh this is cool like yeah um and then you kind of actually listen to the song and yeah. then it's not it's but, not we, cool. but we, we can't be fooled and, and act like these these big because they're really only like three or four major labels in the U.S. and you can't pretend that they're not tied in to oh, yeah. TikTok. There's a partnership going on now. Absolutely. So these songs that are going viral. They're going viral intentionally now because yep. TikTok switching up the algorithm. They're they're in the back having these these conversations yep. and making these deals. So they're pushing the songs that they want to push. And then when you hear like an older song and they have a remix and stuff like that to it, they probably want to build up that catalog for yeah. that artist and do things like that. It's just unfortunate. It, I feel like as soon as independent artists find another way to get successful on their own. Big corporations find a way to shut that down. Yep. Because yeah. they want you to sign to them. They want you, you know, and it's, it's unfortunate that's the way it is. But continue to be innovative. Continue to be creative. And and remember, there is there are new things happening every day. New social media apps, new programs, new ways for you to meet your fans directly. So you don't have to feel like you have to follow the same template as anyone else. We just talked about Ryan Leslie Yep. Uh, recently how he, he sold maybe like 20,000 copies or something nuts like that. I don't even think it was that much. It might have been 17,000 copies and he made $2 million off that joint. Yeah. You know what I mean? And he and he is a pioneer for direct 
uh, to his audience. You know what yeah. I mean? So you don't you don't always have to play their game. You got artists like Tech Nine. If you don't know about Tech Nine, look him up. Tech Nine has been out here for years, and he's probably the most prolific independent artist that I've ever seen as far as longevity is concerned. And great so, phone case. It's a great phone case. That is Tech Twenty One. <laughs> that. I'm actually dead. Yeah, great, great phone cases, Smaller great gowns, great idea. gowns. What a, what a, uh, what a Rita say? They said, they said, what do you how think you of Taylor feel, Swift? How you nice feel about gowns. Taylor Swift? Nice gowns. Nice gowns. She has nice gowns. Nah. Como se dice nice gowns. <laughs> nah, so yeah, I, I definitely um, agree. The microwavable uh, movement that has kind of happened with the new generation yeah. um, gets a little sticky yeah. for artists. And I think Adele is around our age, so... Um, mm. And I, I'm not sure how old JoJo and Tanache are, but I'm, I'm kind of willing to say age. we're all on the same age. So yeah. we have lived in both genres where we saw the hustle and bustle mm-hmm. and real substance and real singing of the 90s and early 2000s. Yeah. And then we saw the transition into kind of this new age way of creating music. Yeah. And um, that's not to say that some of the artists who are out now are not making good music, but I'm saying that not as good <laughs> in my it's, opinion yeah and um and the, the people who are really trying to make music like meaningful stuff yeah. it's, it's not being highlighted it's not being celebrated yeah. like the quick little things like the little industry plants they got you know you could I could spot an industry plant a mile away now on social media yeah. you know all of a sudden somebody pops up with crazy hair and colorful tattoos and they're doing skits and then they're doing these little freestyles and all of a sudden yep oh, they're signed to Atlantic or they're signed somewhere like that, you know, and they got this record that's quote-unquote going viral. The game is the game. The game is the game. And and it's really just about you finding your audience, your core audience, and being successful with that and moving forward because you yep. can live this successful life without being in the public eye all the time. And that's why it's cool to, like, you know, see certain artists who are successful and they've stayed true to themselves, mm-hmm. like a Tanache, like um, JoJo, like Adele. Like Currency, you, like yeah, Tech 9 Yeah, like you had, there's a lot of um, artists who have been able to do that. So it is definitely possible. I know the two of us are definitely kind of sticking to our guns. Yeah. Um, and, you know, kind of getting advice like, yeah, 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 like, you know, do a skit. Like, that's cool and all, but um, I think this is going to kind of give you, like, you know, 15 seconds of fame. Yeah. Um, you know, and then and then what? And I think that that's kind of what's happening with um, a lot of the new artists that are shooting for those, you know, those streams and followers from TikTok, yeah. social media. Um, they're cool for a little bit, and you know, they make a quick bag. But then, then oh, what? All I can say is, that if you get it, if that success comes for one song, once you see that thing start moving, you need to get right back in the lab right away. And that money that you get. From from that song moving, you need to pay somebody to help you write a better record, another one, another hit. If you can't do it yourself, be, be careful though. Be careful with making making the decision to be microwavable because what happens is people expect that from you, and then when you give them something real, yeah, something that you actually care about and like put effort into, they don't want to hear it. They don't want to hear that because that's not what you gave them to start with. Yeah. So another artist that I didn't I wanted to mention was J Cole. Like yeah, doesn't care. Not trying to not trying to be trendy or nothing like that. Nope. Making good music and has found great success doing it. So. He's one of the greatest. Yeah. It is what it is. Yep. So. About to walk outside. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Cher. Um, and her, all, all, of her, uh, all of her great music that she put out. She's one of the um, greatest. Next. Uh, I'm, <laughs> we're going lighten to the, lighten the mood a little bit. Um, we get so serious. Yeah, we do. And it's okay. Because we, we're passionate. I'm passionate about it. I'm serious yeah, about mine. Serious about it. Um, so... Uh, another another great uh, source here, uh, Instagram. Um, <laughs> there was a list that was put out of uh, the that. top ten female singers of all time. This of list is nuts. Yeah. Um, so this list came from where is it from Barstool, right? Yeah. Barstool made this list, so 
do with that what you will. Shout out to Barstool. Shout out to Barstool. Yeah, yeah. Shout out to Barstool. Come on to these say shout out. Shout out to Barstool. Go ahead and run down that list, bro. All right, so Who's the, the top, greatest? According to Barstool, the top 10 female singers of all time. The history of mankind. Are at number one, huh? Mariah Carey. Number two, Whitney Houston. They already messed up. Number three, JoJo. Number four, Lady Gaga. Huh. Number five, Aretha Franklin. After Lady Gaga. They said after JoJo and Lady Gaga, Aretha. And then following Aretha came number six, Beyonce. And then following the Beyonce, Knowles, Carter, is (laughs) number seven, Ashley Simpson. (laughs) And then following Ashley Simpson comes at number eight, uh, Tina Turner. They, They said Ashley Simpson is a better singer than Tina Turner. Yeah, and then they then and then they they went went ahead and number nine said Adele, and then they just went ahead and finished things off at number ten Addison Ray. Who is that? It doesn't matter. Who is that? It doesn't matter because this list is insane. Addison Ray, I, I know she was doing like TikTok dances, and I remember there was some black girls who went viral for a TikTok dance, and Allison, Adi, Allison, sure. Addison, Ad, Addison. Is it Chelsea Carter or Chelsea Clinton? It's it's. <laughs> Hey, and I know okay. Addison was the, but she wasn't the one who made it go viral. But she was the one who wound up on one of them late night talk shows. Of course doing she the did. Dance. They, hey, oh, she did. She was on their dance, doing their oh, that's, dance. That's only. nasty. And I saw on Twitter they put it side by side. That's nasty. And you know the the the, the young women of color were doing it with with such such vigor and great such soul. Great soul. I, I don't think I've ever heard an Addison Ray record. I I'm, I'm looking here. Um, What's the top one? I don't even see no records on yeah, that. I, I want to see her top song. Top on, bro. But you know, she wants to see her top song because I only see one top song. What song is that? Obsessed. What's if you okay, Pasquad? If y'all know that song, we're not trying to bash Shorty because no, no, no. clearly she has the she has the backing. Yeah, she made the top uh, ten list of all time, bro. She has one. Wait, <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> Wait, I got more music than her. Hold on. Wait, no, 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 no. That might be. That gotta be a yo, a yo drink. It's crazy. Hold on. No, 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 no. She can't only have that one record. Nah, let me pull up on my phone too. Brandon is looking right now, but he's only seeing one song for real. I'm gonna pull it up on my phone because too. it says under singles and EPs, 2021, Addison Rae obsessed. Did yeah. they like pull her music off Did or they, something like maybe, that? And the label was trying to like. I'm re- trying to type in Addison, and I'm getting the Dina Howard. Uh. Wait, did the label like revamp her or something like that? Bro, hold on, hold on. We gotta find some music because they said she's the greatest, so we have to find her records. She made the top ten list. She has two music videos up here after Adele. Hold on, two music videos. I only see one song, and she knows this. No, that's a music video. What's happening? What is happening? I don't know. We might need to listen to this record. We're gonna we're gonna circle back. And what is Sandlot Records? Wait, what's what's going on? You said who? Save a lot records. Sandlot. (laughs) Save a lot records. Save a lot records, also known as Sandlot Records. Gee, what the little boy say? Jesus Christ! Jesus Christ! And it's a two-minute song. This song was for TikTok. So a TikTok artist. Look how it went. Look how it went full circle. A TikTok artist with one song. Do you believe? They need to put share on that they list. Put huh? share on it. Hey, look. They. How much you think they paid for this list? Every artist on that list paid for it, except for Whitney, Aretha, the people that belong on there, Mariah. Except for the people that belong on there, and Beyonce. And JoJo don't belong on this list, but she, she, uh, she. She didn't pay for it either, and I and I think her label paid for that. I think, <laughs> I think JoJo knows she don't belong top three above Beyonce and Aretha. No, she knows Tina it. Turner. No, she knows it. She doesn't. She, JoJo I, is definitely on someone's top ten, for sure, and and rightfully so. But she's not on the top ten female singers of she, all time. I, JoJo, first of all, I love you. All right, I love you, Queen. Como se dice, I love you. Te amo, JoJo. All right, but JoJo, no, 
She know. Yeah, she yeah, know. Yeah. She know. And the thing is, she sings. So that, Barstool that, is tweaking. That says a lot for Jojo to be Jojo to be singing like that. And we're like, you. She's not necessarily even on the top ten, and she sings. But she. But she knows. Yeah. I know. I know. I'm not top ten all the time. No. I mean, top ten. That's okay. Yeah, top okay. DS. Jo- quick, quick, quick question: Jojo or Jesse J? And I don't, I don't want to hear nothing else. I, I just want you to go ahead and say the name. Jojo or Jesse J? Right you, now, right here, why? right now. Why we gotta do that? Right here, right now. I don't know. <laughs> Jojo or Jesse J? Jesse. Okay. You, what do you think? I don't know. I'm not gonna answer it. All what right, next topic. Guys. You know, don't put me out there like that. And be like, oh yeah, I don't know. I don't know, next brother. Topic. Uh, next topic. <laughs> That's so, crazy. I mean, because you know they be trying to they be trying to uh, load up Jojo versus uh, Tori, and that's that's tough. Tori, Jojo, they have Jesse similar J. they have similar timbre. They do similar tone. That would be a crazy that, if they went and just kind of went all oh, I went head to head. That'd be just, crazy. Just sing a little duet. Give me the uh, nah, never mind because that was with who me has the best records though out of all all three of them. I think Tori, Jesse J. Jesse J does have good records. Jesse J out of out of Jesse J, Jojo and Tori Kelly. Yeah, Jesse J. Yeah, she she has a she has a good list. Let me let me let you know when that's Bang Bang thing. came out. Bang Bang was a hit. But that's like, one of the greatest. It's not one not one of the greatest, but it's, it's, a, it's a hit. But no, I'm, it's one of the greatest all all women collaborations of all time. Tori has hits too, and she be singing. Which ones? What you mean? What hits? Nobody love. It's a hit. You think it's a hit? How yeah. high you think? Check check it. See how high that joint went on let Billboard. Me see. Hold on, let me see. Hold on, let me see. First of all, let me go. Let's. This this wasn't even on the list. My favorite Tory Kelly. Yeah, this, this is not a topic. It's My okay, favorite Tory Kelly record is Paper Hearts. Uh, but, but yeah, well, that wasn't even like that was a that was an album cut. That and wasn't was even like ex- a, no. It became a single. She shot a video for it. She did, but it was it it was a hit. I, I love that song. But so, so talking about hits. So we, we but we not, not, not but, the game. but we're not talking about hits because we're talking about should have been us records. That's not a hit, bro. That's a hit. Tory don't have no hits for real. She did one of them joints that was like a, a, a movie record. That I didn't say hit. none of this. You about to have all, everybody mad because people love Tori Kelly. Tori Kelly is an amazing vocalist. Hallelujah she has, from Sing. That's a hit. Her, her, first of all, that whole movement with the movie and they got an, like, Sing 2 coming out. She's getting paid. You got to get paid. Shout she out had, to Young Dolph. Rest she, in peace. She, yes. I was about to. Yeah, but I'm not going. Nah. I heard you. Uh, she got. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, you, you might be right. Uh, sorry, Tori. Um, I've told you off mic how I feel about Tori Kelly. I think she doesn't want to play that game that everybody else has to play and make certain type of records. But we're, but we're talking about right now. And I think that keeps her from making big records. It is Jesse J. Jesse J got hit. Bang Bang number one in it. Bang Bang number one. Bang Bang. Da, Price da, da, tag. Da, da. Oh, dang. Domino. Who Who You Are. Flashlight. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, Jesse J probably has, a, she has at least four hits. Yeah. At least four hits. Yeah. Um, it might be more, but that I know of for his Jesse J. Yeah, and she and, sings, and she has, a, and she also has a different audience. She has, she's from the UK, right? Yeah, yeah. it was frustrating the whole thing with her and Nicki Minaj and how that kind of was blown up proportions. I don't know anything about that. Yeah, I, I guess apparently like Jesse J was mocking Nicki Minaj and she didn't like it too much, so she kind of was just like, the barbs don't not, play, man. That's not cool. The barbs and, and what's the, barbs, the beehive? They don't play, man. And Jesse J was like, chill. I wasn't even really. I was just playing around. Like she's like, I, I respect you, and yeah. and then Nicki wasn't for it. Yeah. Um, so yeah. Um, wow. So yeah. Shout out to Addison Ray. Shout out to uh, uh, Lady Gaga. And shout out to first Ashley. of all. Shout out to Lady. I love Lady Gaga. I Lady Gaga her. is an amazing vocalist. She's an amazing overall artist. I saw yeah. Lady Gaga live Great in concert actress. at the Capital One Arena. Me and my brother Derek, back to Derek. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure it was a good concert. Man, it was so great. Her setup was crazy. She had three stages, uh, one on on like either sides, and then she had one in the, in the middle. But they mm-hmm. were all. 
separate. So you actually had to, they would pull a bridge down from the ceiling, wow. bridges down from the ceilings for her to her and her dancers to go from stage to stage. She sang, she got on the piano. She gave, you're giving me a million reasons to let it know. She gave <laughs> us that. She ended the show with Bad Romance, which is her greatest song ever, mm-hmm. with the choreography, mm-hmm. with the, the costume change, the quick change. Mm-hmm. It was so good, man. It She's was great. one of the best concerts I've been to. Capital One Arena actually hosts a lot of very good uh, concerts. I've seen Lady Gaga there. I've seen Stevie Wonder there. You know, that's my friend. Mm-hmm. Um, and you've actually sang there twice. Yeah, I just sang there last night. It was a good time. I last night? That. Yeah. That boy, that boy verified <laughs> Tell us what you did there, friend. Uh, yeah, no. So, I, yeah, I, I got to sing uh, the national anthem at a uh, Wizards Heat game. Ooh, uh, Miami Heat, my favorite team. Um, so it was a really cool experience to be able to, you know, be down there. Um, it was kind of crazy, like being that close to some of my favorite players. And, yeah. Um, I just love, I love how I sound. Which one, you done? Capital Arena. You done Haslam? Absolutely no, it's not. And it don't move. Uh, Udonis <laughs> is still there. He's, you know, he still looks strong. Uh, beard getting a little gray. But no, he's not. Um, you know, I would definitely say, you know, uh, I was a little starstruck. Uh, I'll, I'll be yeah. honest. By that's, that's crazy because I feel like they should have been starstruck with you, You know bro. what? I agree with that. Yeah. I agree. Uh, yeah. But not. Nah, uh, Jimmy Butler, um, you know, for sure. Bam out of Bayou. Uh, Kyle Lowry. Uh, yeah. Tyler Hero. Duncan, yeah. Duncan Robinson. You know, I'm just. The squad. That's just the squad, squad, bro. man. Like, it just. It so, was, where are we, we going? There. We so, where are we going? Because you know, you know I'm a Lakers fan. You even, are we going to LA or are we going to go to Miami for We should. Game? I don't care which one. I'm cool with either one. Let me one. know which one. Yeah, I'm cool with either I'm one. Preferably top of 2022. Yeah, let's uh, do it. Yeah, so we'll, we'll, we'll look at that. We're going to slide down there. And yeah. if we happen to, you, who knows? Maybe we might try to shoot an episode wherever we go. That'd be cool. Uh, I mean, we, yeah. It could have happened in Colombia, you know, but. It couldn't have. Yeah, we had a we had a heavy itinerary. In you're Columbia. right, and we and we didn't go there for that. Yeah, we no, we all know we were taking a break. We we, we probably could have, and it, it could have been kind of kind of cool with the guys in the back, kind of like an audience, you know, yeah. clap it up, clap it up, uh, drink tramp style. But it, yeah, nah. nah, we had a great time while we was out there. Time I mean, out, time out, time out. Barstool. <laughs> nah, we to we gotta go back. Back to it. Barstool. You know who they didn't put on that list? Celine Dion. But this is not a real list. It can't. This be a list, real list was literally to troll us. Yeah, I don't they know put Addison Ray on the she got one record. Who is? Who can? Who is she? I don't know, but obviously people know her. That's crazy. They didn't put Celine on there, and Celine top three all time. Yeah, and I sure. die I mean, on that hill. Yeah, I mean, there's, there's no question. Um, That's this, nuts. this is not a real list. It can't be. I don't know what this is about. Absolutely no, it's not. Come on, Sadie, say absolutely no, it's but not. But a couple of them are right. Mariah, yeah, they they did they did that. They said we're not gonna. Yeah, a couple of these are. They wanted to make it appear as if it wasn't trolling. They should have started off a little stronger. At least the top five should have been real, at least. Nah, because then it would have been too official. They sprinkled in a couple real ones. You're right. They threw Mariah Carey in there first. We all know Whitney is the greatest of all time. And the crazy thing is, Addison Rae made this list. She made it, bro. There are so many other people they could have threw up there. (laughs) She made it. She made this list. That's why she put herself. That's crazy. That's crazy. And the thing is, album. She worked there. Yes, she That's works crazy. there. Yeah, yeah, she got she worked there part time, and uh, I'll I'll put myself on this list too. I'm not putting myself on um, the list. I'm not putting myself on the list. I mean, I got us talking about it. That's crazy. What, what else we got? So man? check we this got. out. So Taylor Swift recorded her 2012 album Red and reshaped the music industry in the process. Um, and then we also have uh, along with that. Uh, with Ashanti, this is kind of a, a new thing that's kind of uh, surfacing. The yeah. thinking behind uh, re-recording albums is showing the business side of ownership, how important it is for artists to own. It makes sense because sonically, music has changed a little bit, so this will sound better, clear, more 2022 instead of 2002. 
Hmm. Uh, it's about growing and evolving in this business. And that was a quote by Ashanti. Okay. Um, so, so for those who don't understand what's happening, um, this all started to happen when Scooter Braun, who was like a, a industry mogul in, in music and in other ventures, mm-hmm. he uh, I know he had he has ties with I think he used to manage Justin Bieber and, and yeah, Bieber, different people yeah. like that. He's he's a, he's a big deal. So in his career, he's acquired a, a good amount of money and he's acquired enough to buy Taylor Swift's masters f- from her label, which means that he owns her music. Like her whole catalog, he he bought that joint and he sells it and he, he does. He's not it. her manager. He's not her manager, and and honestly, that's something that uh, if you got money and you plugged in, almost anybody can do it. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are even apps out there where you can I forget what the app is called. There's an app out there where you can sell your music and sell portions of ownership of your music mm. to your fans, um, and so that they anytime you know your royalties come out, your fans get a piece of that. But what it does is you get money up front. From your fans, so they're buying mm-hmm. ownership from you. That's neither here nor there. But so the thing about it is, they own the master recording of it. So that that final version of the song is what Scooter owned, and he was able to sell or, or do whatever he wants with it, right? So if he owns a song, any like you know things that come with it, um, and any decisions that go with it, he he can do what he pleases. How does that happen? How is that not protected? It's in the contract they sign. For him to be able to buy that like that. Like it's like it's a car. It, it's a product. It, it becomes crazy. a product. And and you have to you gotta read your contracts and, and you gotta if you can, independent artist, something you can learn from people like Russ, um uh-huh. is your music is your leverage and as long as you have leverage, um, you can negotiate your contract. Anything is negotiable, you know? Uh the thing about owning your masters is you get to decide what you want to do with it and anytime you get paid you know your royalties and things like that you know all that comes to you but Scooter Braun owned Taylor Swift's music because she signed a contract where she didn't own the masters mm-hmm. her label owned it and they sold that junk it's crazy so she put all that blood sweat and tears into making these great songs and we had these teeny boppers out here they loved her music you know they made her what she is mm-hmm. and people are probably still listen to it to this day but other people are making money from it and making decisions. And it shouldn't be that way. Artists get robbed. We all know yeah. that. Artists get robbed. Artists get a really small percentage of what they should be making based off the amount of money that the labels and the corporations make off them. Yeah. But until artists start to really go to the table and make these, uh, either negotiate to something that you uh, you want or walk away from it, it'll continue to happen that way. Um, yeah. I think more artists are, are learning from that, which is why labels are turning to these skit makers and these you know these these viral uh influencers and stuff like that who aren't really that talented because yeah. they're not going to read the contract they're looking for a quick bag yep people are taking smaller amounts of money i mean big to normal folks like you and i mm-hmm. but they're taking a, a few hundred thousand they're taking you know they're, they're doing things like that to sign a contract so they don't have to work a day job anymore and they're giving up the millions and hundreds of millions of dollars that they can make in the future because they're not owning their product. You know what I mean? So yeah. what Taylor Swift is doing and what Ashanti is doing doing is they're re-recording their songs because even though they don't own the master recording of the record, they may own the lyrics, they may own the melody, they may own, you know, the, you know what I mean? Yeah. So what they're doing <clears throat> is they're going in the studio with a new producer and they're remaking the songs. Um, you can have a song that has the same melody but if it uh different instruments, it's a completely different song. It's not the same recording; it wasn't recorded at the same exact time. 
So they're going and they're re-recording it and then they're going to let their fans know that they want them to listen to the newer version as opposed to the older one because they own the newer version. Something interesting that I saw from Irv Gotti when he responded to Ashanti saying that she's going to re-record her songs. He said he's all for it. He respects her decision to do so. Um, She signed a contract. It is what it is. He said what he challenges her to do is he wanted to see if she could recreate the magic that they had when they made the original records. And Mm -hmm. that's also something that I thought of. Mm -hmm. With Ashanti saying it's going to be a newer version of a 2022 version as opposed to 2002. Can you truly recreate the magic that you felt? that came through in your voice that's real yeah. when you did it the first time that's gonna be the hard part I mean this is a song we're talking about she's been singing for, a song she's been singing for the past 20 years yeah. touring all her life can yeah. she recreate it yeah you can, re- can, you can recreate it, it very, but the energy very behind it I, I feel them on that like, yeah, absolutely can you can you set that same tone and you know yeah um, have that same magic I, I, I kind of find it crazy um, how the music industry is kind of the only type of industry where you're able to kind of move in this way where like you you have a contract right and then you have this label who owns everything that you've created uh and then they're able to then sell it to someone who has no type of affiliation with you it wasn't your manager it wasn't your dad nobody right yeah. and sell it to him then he has ownership of what you you've created yourself yeah. and then he can sell it to someone else for even more money for himself yeah and um or just hold on to it and let the money come in it's yeah. an investment yeah, that's, that's really unfortunate. I, I mean, I, I'm I'm kind of proud of um, Taylor Swift and Ashanti for stepping in. I know yeah. um, Irv Gotti, I think his response was fitting. It wasn't anything wrong with it, but it, it did kind of leave a little bit of a, a bad taste in my mouth because it was kind of in a way where he was like, you, you're not going to be able to recreate what we had, and he's not going to be as successful. Um, mm-hmm. And I think that the cool thing is, is that um, their fans are going to support them because they've had, yeah, they both have real fans yeah. and um, they're going to listen to the newer versions and, and Taylor Swift's going to get a bag. Yeah. She's going to get a bag and Ashanti's going to get a good bag as well. And we're going to start seeing a lot more of Taylor Swift soon. Yeah, um, we should, man. Until, up. until the labels start to reconstruct these deals, man, they, they, they take too much money from, you know, it, it should be a partnership. You know I mean? That's why I respect the people like when Nipsey was striking his deal and, you know, different things like that. You know, yeah. you have, you, gener- you, Get the success before you sign the deal, so then you have the leverage to say this is how we want things to go, and you can't be afraid to walk away. Yep. If it don't look right, if you so, so that kind of goes. Let's, let's, so let's go ahead and just take this in the world of nine to five, right? Yeah. So you got your nine to five. You know that it's a, a stable income. It's what you depend on, and then you have to make a decision where you know you're not being treated right at work, mm-hmm. and you got to say, can I walk away from this job and still make it work? And yeah. a lot of times, a lot of artists feel like they can't. They can't walk away from a situation or a deal because if they don't take it, their situation is already bad. And they go ahead and just kind of, they know that they're signing a, a terrible contract, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. And they got to go go with it. And if they start signing these 360 deals. And so a 360 deal, for those of you who don't know, is that the label or whoever you're signing to um, gets a percentage of everything that you do. If you sneeze, if you sneeze, the label is getting a percentage of it. If you go on TV and do a commercial, it has nothing to do with anything music-wise. You do a crest commercial where you're just literally out there smiling. The label gets a part of it. And those 360 deals were kind of becoming popular really like in late 90s, early 2000s. And a lot of these artists that, you know, in our generation that we um, know and have been following, they were signing those 360 deals and they were getting got, honestly. It's, 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 it's like you said, man. A lot of times these really good songs and these songs that make people's like 
times in their lives. You know what I mean? Like yeah. people relate certain times in their lives to these songs. They they have so much passion and feeling and stories and conversations in them. Yep. They come from a place of struggle. A lot of yeah. them, you know what I mean? So people are living a certain kind of life and they're experiencing things. And so they're writing about it and they're making these great songs. And at the same time, when they're making these great songs that they're relating to and it's getting them the attention so that they can get and get a deal, they're, I don't even know how to put it, man. They're so eager to get out of that situation mm-hmm. that they're taking anything. And you got some people who they think their situation is going to be better than, different than anybody else's. So they're like, yo, yeah. I know that there are people out here signing these bad deals. I know that this deal in front of me is a bad one, but I'm going to sign it anyway because I think I can I can fix it. Like, I think yeah. I can just stick it out, finish the deal, and then get so successful while I'm in this bad deal that I can turn it around and flip and get another deal later on that'll be better for me than I can make all the money back. It don't always work like that. It's, you got to just have your leverage to begin with. But that's why it's important to be more than an artist. You got to be smart. You, you got to be a business person. Business person, you have to understand the industry, ask, ask questions, have the right people in your circle, and learn about things so that when, you know, when those times come, yeah, the time that you've been working so hard for, and you're at that table, make a smart decision for yourself and your future. Don't be afraid to ask questions. You got all these people. It's it's like you sitting in these rooms, you having these meetings, and like I said before, or maybe episode one or two, me and Brandon, we've had these conversations. We've sat down in these meetings. You yeah. got all these people with you. You pay these people. You got a lawyer with you paying them. I need to know what this means. Yep. What does this line right here mean? Every I need to know exactly Every what all these things one. mean because you know they're gonna put all like the lawyer jargon in there, and these things are gonna confuse you. <laughs> What does this mean? And, and and don't be afraid to ask for things. Like, you got these people who work these labels, and they they work for the company directly. So do you. Yeah. So if they work for the company, why they get health care and you don't get health care as an artist? Right. You know yeah. what I mean? If, if you go in the room, it's like, all right, listen, I'm a musician. I'm also an actor. If I'm going to be here with y'all and I'm going to sign this deal and you got all this, like, 360 or whatever's going on, oh, this, I don't really like the percentages. I'll take that percentage. But you know what? What you're going to do is you're also going to you're gonna set me up with the agency so you're going to find me more roles yeah. as an actor. You're going you're gonna to help me do this. You're going to help me do that. You know, negotiate. You know what I mean? It, because you don't need to get the shortest end of the stick. Nope. Of course, every deal is not always going to be as equal as you want it to be, but find other things that can fit into the deal with you so that you're getting out of it what you want from it so that you can benefit yourself in the future. For sure. I mean, uh, I was as you were talking, I was thinking about some of the contracts I've had to look at. Yeah. And I've, so I've done two TV shows, two singing competitions, and they, they slapped down a, a big old contract. It's fat. Uh, and the bigger the contract, more jargon. The the, the the worse it probably is, right? So you get a one pager. You a lot of times it's straightforward, boom. But you get a, a big packet of paper for a contract. It's to confuse you. It's to conf- it's to confuse you and pretty much to look at you like you about to sign this. Sign it. Like yeah. either you sign it or you about to go home. Yeah. And I feel like there's a lot of artists who are in that type of situation where um, they slap a huge contract in front of them. They're like, you can read it. Uh, but at the end of the day, you about to sign this, or uh, you and don't and don't let anyone pressure you into thinking yeah. that when you get a contract in front of you, you got to sign it right then because sure. you don't. You don't. You yeah. don't. I yeah. had a label. I sat down with them. They gave me a, a contract. I yeah. looked at. It, I said, I don't. I don't know yet. I said, I, I need to go back and look at it again. I As took it should. to a lawyer. Lawyer looked up. We looked over it together. They said, Yo, this is what they're saying. Yeah. And I took my time with it, and I still didn't sign it, Joey, because it wasn't right. Mm-hmm. Don't think that you have to do that. Mm-hmm. Don't think that just because. Listen. Listen, artists, listen. If you find yourself in a position where a label wants to sign you, that means that another label will be willing to sign you. Mm-hmm. If you can get one of them in the room, you can get another one in the room. Mm-hmm. Don't settle. Don't settle. Get what you came for. Get yeah. everything you came for. Yeah. 
That's real. And I, I was going to, like you were saying too, like either have your lawyer present or say, thank you so much for this contract. I'll be back after I review it with my lawyer. Um, Don't be afraid to go home. There are people just as you specialize in what you do as an, as an artist, there's someone else that you need to trust as um, you know, someone who specializes in law and, and yeah. you know, and who can read these contracts they do it for a living and who understand all of this jargon mm-hmm. and uh, this crazy wording and who can say, well, actually, this is really what they're saying they can do. Do you agree to that or you don't? Yeah. Or I, I kind of, you know, I advise against this. Um, so, again, don't feel like you have to sign anything off and settle. Yep. Um, you don't. It's very simple. It doesn't have to be like a family friend or something like that. You know, it doesn't have to be someone who knows you personally. Yeah. Someone who they, they read contracts. That's their business because they're just going to lay it out for you. They're not going to be biased. Yeah. You know what I mean? You just want somebody to come in. Someone who knows it, what they're doing. Knows what they're doing. This is what it says. This is X, Y, boom, boom, boom. We're going to make some little check boxes. Do you want this? Yes or no. Do you want this? Yes or no. It, yep. can, it can be as simple as you want it to be. But don't feel pressured. If a, one label offers it to you, then another one can do the same if you've been successful up to this point, even though you may not be a millionaire, you may not be a, a billionaire, it doesn't matter what the case is. You were able to get yourself to this point, you can get yourself there again. Don't set yourself up for a lifetime of hardship and not making the money you deserve mm-hmm. for a quick advance from a label that you're going to have to pay back. Which makes us back to the TikTok um, artist. <laughs> Stop. It's nasty. I bet you they signed a 360. It's nasty. Stop making these TikTok songs. Stop going cool, out of your way to make TikTok records. That are cool for five minutes. No one's going to care. No one's going to care soon. I've listened to a bunch of them joints. Like, I, I'll hear something and I'm and like, cool right that now, one right? little clip sounds real good. It's and I'll cool. go listen to the whole song. The song's not mixed well. Mm-mm. It's not even a real song. It don't sound good. It, they're just people are looking for a quick buck and, and the thing is man as cheesy as it was in that notorious movie mm-hmm. when dude was like he said what he said don't chase the money chase the dream what was his name Gravy, Gravy? was that his name the actor oh I don't no it was Derek Luke oh wait we who about played Diddy the actual notorious the Biggie oh, I'm movie I'm sorry but Biggie I feel like the dude that played Biggie his name was Gravy his name was Gravy I'm gonna, leave, I'm gonna leave that alone what I'm saying is the cool one who guy. Played, I met him he's a cool guy the, you met him I did meet him how tall is he? Like he like six five. He's big. He's a big guy. He's, a big yeah, dude. Big, he's literally biggie. He, but he's not the same dude from the long from not the longest show. What's the one? The, uh, no, he's not. You know what I'm talking about? What's that movie called? It was from the Clumps. That's the kid. No, with the one with Sandra Bullock with the dude uh, who played football. He got adopted by them. Whatever. Uh, Y'all know what I'm talking about. Yeah, actually, yes. His artist name is Gravy. His name is Jamal Gravy Woolard. Good guy. What kind of gravy do you think he? Eats? I don't know. I'm, I'm thinking maybe like a southern, like lighter, chunky. No, we're not gonna do this. We're not gonna uh, do this. <laughs> Listen, y'all. Just like what I was trying to say, Derek Luke played Diddy in uh, the Notorious movie, right? And he had a, a quote in that movie, and I love those kind of movies. I love that. I love the James Brown movie. He said, "Don't chase the money, chase the dream." Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Your dream could be to be an amazing artist, to tour. You can do all that without a major label. Yeah. You can do it with a major label. You got people like the baby, and we're not going to go too deep into the baby because no, he's not. completely out of control. Right now. But yeah. one thing that I noticed about the baby is he had an interview with uh, The Breakfast Club, and he talked about how he was already touring in his city and making money. Mm-hmm. He said, We were already doing good. He said, The only reason why I signed the deal is because I wanted to go national and I wanted to go international. But he had the leverage. You look at artists like Russ. Russ is like, Yo. I was independent. I was mm-hmm. dropping a song once, like once a week, yep. for a whole year. 
and I built my leverage like that. The more music you have, the more leverage you have. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That's what it's about. Just build your leverage and continue to make the stuff that you want to make, but keep working. And then the situations will they'll present themselves. And the thing is, too, right now we're talking to ourselves, too, because, uh, absolutely, you know, we got to kind of we got to push ourselves. And uh, we've been at this for a long time and we have, you know, we found success and we're doing we're doing well. And um, a lot of times, too, no matter how high you how much success you find, you got to kind of keep encouraging yourself. So yeah. um, we got to remind ourselves, like, you know, keep chasing the dream. I'll say for sure. Um, I started having fun again, um, being an artist once I stopped trying to chase um chase uh what i like money and chase uh what i, f- I kind of see for myself in the future yeah and just um honestly just chasing um what i believe in and yeah. like you know what i keep dream- what i've been dreaming of my whole life and that's what makes this whole journey really fun yeah. for me um when you kind of start stressing over making money and being successful and being rich and famous um it kind of sucks all the fun out of it you know what yeah. i mean and i'm sure that y'all feel that too whether you're an artist or um you know you do something different the second you start kind of chasing things that just aren't necessarily the most important. The second you start trying to chase the money itself. It's not pleasing anymore. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that's in the Bible. Mm -hmm. I'm pretty sure it's in the Bible somewhere. It talks about chasing money and you just, I think it's like the scripture. You stab yourself all over with pain, something like that. Um, Don't, don't chase the the baby and shout out to Drake. Why Drake? Just cause. Oh no. Don't they have a song name in the Bible? Oh, maybe they do. Okay. Wow. Um, this is Drake and the Baby record. I might have to listen to that. I thought that that was that wasn't on Certified Lover Boy. Or am I tripping? No, you probably right. Okay, okay. You know I forget stuff. No, it's okay. <laughs> hey, Brandon, pour me another one. <laughs> <laughs>